Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Rosecut monthly briefing for uh, November. It would be an understatement to say it's been eventful. We've had one of the sharpest rallies in equity markets of maybe the last 20 or 30 years. Uh, we have the result of the presidential election, the promise of a vaccine as we head into the uh, the end of the year. So, Daniel, let's begin to, to pick apart some of these events uh, and their, their import or implication for, for asset allocation. Let's start with the presidential election. Yeah, so I think we can say with a reasonable degree of confidence that Joe Biden is the president-elect. Uh, there's still some uh, noise around uh, the election results which is in some ways similar to, I think it was the 2000 election, where there was uh, all sorts of talk about spoiled ballot papers and the actual um, losing party didn't concede for about 45 days. You know, all of that aside, I think Joe Biden's uh, the president and the other interesting thing that we, we need to watch over the next couple of months is what happens in Georgia in January time, when I think there's a runoff for two Senate seats. And that could result in the Democrats, Democratic Party having um, a lot of political influence. The result was still a bit of a surprise to the pollsters who were caught out again, uh, similar to Brexit and the 2016 US election. But still, Biden was the favourite going in and, and he's, uh, he's got the vote. That was the first bit of news over yeah. the past uh, seven days. Then came a bit of <laughs> out of the blue. Um, we, I mean, we were all expecting a vaccine to be announced at some time, but uh, Pfizer came out with really encouraging news about their yeah. vaccine. Yeah. So, so I think I think the vaccine news was interesting because it came on the back of an already very strong rally, pushed markets certainly in Europe five or six percent uh, higher because Europe I think has been more more affected by the coronavirus crisis. So the prospect of a vaccine I think signals and end at some stage to, to this particular health crisis. I think from the point of view of markets, what it does is it gives clarity for uh, sectors that really have been hard hit like airlines, banks, energy. And I think it removes the existential risk on some of these businesses, particularly for airlines and, and, and certain banks. Uh, and, and the rally we've seen uh, has seen a, a dramatic flip between new economy stocks, technology, Zoom being the obvious one, and some of the older economy stocks who've now caught a caught a bid, and we've been adding during the week to some of these, you know, much much cheaper value-based stocks. And I think the fact that we have some degree of clarity now from the Pfizer news uh, will, will support those. I think in the near term, I think there is a risk that people take the vaccine news as being a an excuse not to treat lockdown seriously and I wouldn't be surprised if the US and Europe enter the new year going into a new lockdown. But I think overall it's very positive news, not just for markets but for humanity. It's pushed risk appetite to very, very high levels. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if markets sort of move sideways to a bit lower in coming weeks because there's a lot of good news in the price. And then I guess to finish, I mean, you know, given all these big events we potentially lose lose sight of some i think detail in policy making that is nonetheless quite meaningful for for investors and we've had an announcement this week in, in the uk Daniel. yeah uh well it's not a formal announcement yet but it's a continuation of uh, a trend that we've seen over the past i would say two or three months where people are, are trying to figure out where the government's going to raise some more money from to pay for all of these covid measures and 
When we did our webinar on ISA investing, we touched upon this um, then, and it's the potential that they will change the UK capital gains tax to perhaps bring it more in line with income tax, which would mean that the rate's going up. And the value of tax-sheltered accounts, such as ISAs, become even more important. Certainly when you look, you know, for example, you mentioned there the vaccine and its impact on on the markets. Some of the ETFs that we have in portfolios, such as the property ETF and, and the mid-cap ones that we've got, they jump 10-15% in a matter of days, three or four days in fact. And uh, the good news is obviously portfolio values are going up. The bad news is that if they're not in a tax-sheltered account, you might be paying more on the gains there. So, you know, if ever there was a, a catalyst to look at opening a, a tax-efficient account such as ISAs, now it's a pretty good time to do that. So that, that's just a, a reminder, shall we say. Good. I think, I think a pretty important piece of investment advice, pe- people tend to get as we said, distracted by big market moves, but uh, this is, in terms of ultimate return, this is this is quite meaningful. Uh, so let's wrap it up there. Look forward to picking up the conversation again in a couple of weeks uh, as we head in towards the the end of uh, uh, a very special year. Okay, yeah. thanks, Daniel, and uh, thanks for everyone who, who's um, uh, who's dialed into the the podcast. Thanks, Mike.